G'day, you're out on your morning walk or your day walk. This is walk number one of the day and uh, your gratitude walk. And today I'd love you to listen to the story about this pyramid that you can see right in front of you on the uh, screen. It's called the Consciousness Cone. It is probably one of the most amazing diagrams you'll ever come across. And it will, you, if you spent the rest of your entire life studying this pyramid, you, you would encapsulate everything. Firstly, just imagine around the word desire to, there was a really thick horizontal line. And from the top, conscious to unconscious, there was a vertical line, a very thick vertical line, and you'd have the symmetry of the cross of Jesus. If you take the another pyramid and turn it upside down, you have the Star of David. And if you go through every geometric concept of religion, you will find it in this pyramid. You'll find this is the basis of it. So what does it really mean? Well, if you go back to the first ever existence of a human being on planet Earth, you'll find that there is a cell, a single cell, and that we don't know exactly when it first came, but it's probably billions of years ago. That cell evolved from single cell to a multi-cell and became uh, what is called a multicellular uh, being, which is in, in some language, let's say a tadpole. Eventually the tadpole got, uh, uh, was able to swim, became a fish, amphibian. Eventually the fish grew legs, became reptilian. Eventually the reptilian came out of the water and became mammalian. Eventually that um, mammalian, that mammal stood up on its hind legs and became human mammalian um, uh, and then eventually became human and uh, we can see got to, should, need to, want to, desire to, choose to, love to as the seven levels of evolution of a human being. Now this is really interesting because when we talk about operating in different states of mind what we're saying is we can revert very easily to that single cell uh, human being. And when we say the word got to, we are a uh, single cell. We are on off. And just like a computer, which has um, the uh, ones and zeros to make all computer programming, we at the level of got to at the bottom of the pyramid are in a single cell state. From our, It's our most primal thing. It goes back billions of years. And all we know is on off. It's uh, in some languages, it's called bipolar, but it's extreme. Um, if you give it some labels in the world around you, you could call it terrorist. Uh, you can call it uh, black and white. Uh, you can call it uh, uh, a person who's, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, who, 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 you know, my way or the highway, rigid. Um, but most importantly, you would call it self-destructive because this polarised person is putting an electrical current across the, the cells of their body, which is very highly powered. So the, the whole electrical current of this person going across the single cell and it can lead to uh, a, a cancer. So we, we can actually align thought process, cellular structure, evolution and stress. So a person who's really, really stressed in a got-to state. Now, what's that mean? Well, in the mathematical language, when we say got-to, what we are seeing is seven bad uh, results, seven bad outcomes or seven bad uh, things, seven drawbacks, seven 
negatives to one positive. Or flip it the other way, which is quite intriguing. When we uh, hear somebody say, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, after 25 seconds with another human being, um, they've fallen in, in other words, fallen in lust. And we say that in that way, love is blind, that it's not love, it's lust. And they've become infatuated with a product, which means uh, um, uh, they've, they've been uh, up at one o'clock in the morning, they're half drunk and they're listening to an ad and it goes something like this. And you can buy a set of Stay Sharp knives. And with this set of Stay Sharp knives, this is, that's number one, you get a set of saucepans. That's number two. Two benefits so far, one drawback, got to pay for it. With the Stay Sharp knives, you get a sharpener and you get a free instruction manual and video of how to use it. Four, you get this amazing toaster which is the, one of the most um, uh, modern toasters on the planet. And you get this cooking course and they end up with seven add-ons to the one thing negative, which is the money. And as soon as they hit seven, the people who are up at one o'clock in the morning, vulnerable to uh, this level of uh, who operate in a mindset of got to, have to, uh, they've just got to buy it. There's no choice. They wouldn't even think uh, that there's a choice. You can also flip it the other way. When you go to work one day and you go, I see one good thing about this job and I get paid. But then I hate my boss. I hate the work I do. I don't like stress. I don't like getting up in the morning to come to work. And you start adding up the negatives. And when it gets to seven, you're in a got-to state of mind to go to work. When you're in a got-to state of mind, you got to go to, when you you go to work, you go into sabotage mode. So, in other words, you hate being there, but there, because there's seven negatives to only the one positive, which is getting paid. And at sabotage mode, whenever we get into got-to, have to, we go into polarity, and that is called stress. So, when you see somebody who got a depression, somebody who wants to withdraw their time from work and want to work less. But it's, the work is not the problem. The addiction or the um, inability to escape the got to, have to state of mind is the problem. So whether they went to an ashram uh, and where it's all peaceful and calm and there's no work and nothing to do, they would, uh, someone said, oh, it's meditation starts at uh, six o'clock. They would think in their brain, I've got to get to meditation. I have to be there. Uh, or I've, I'm, I have to not go to meditation, I've got to not go. And that person would, would, would habitually gravitate to being in a got-to state. Now, that's very unevolved, it's, it's cancerous, it's also cellular breakdown, it's emotional breakdown, it's mental breakdown, and uh, that's because that person is stuck at the bottom of the pyramid. Now, you evolve through the multicellular tadpole, through into should. Now, should is the religious paradigm, which is morals and ethics around the world. And here we have a ratio of six to one. So it's not quite as harsh as a got to. It's less extreme, but it's still very extreme. And when we meet people who are uh, in a should or to space, they're very righteous. You know, I know the right way, and this is the high ground, and I've never done thing, and my shit doesn't stink, and I'm really perfect, 
and look at my fingernails and you're really bad and I want to get rid of your sins and I want to convert you into whatever I do. And this is the should or to religious or moral or ethical high ground, low ground place. And anybody who goes to the to this in a six to one ratio, look at me, I'm six to one better than you, I'm, or six to one, uh, uh, I have six great things about me and I have one shitty thing about me and uh, I want to deny that shitty thing anyway. That person is in a should or to. Now that starts to uh, decay the multicellular part of ourselves. And this part sits in the lower part of our spine. So uh, that brain, this cellular brain, is in the is in the in the brain is in the spinal stem, the brain stem, and starts to affect um, things like Parkinson disease. Starts to affect uh, motor neuron uh, problems. So we can associate disease with a stuck thought process. And you know, let's be real about it. When you meet someone who's very righteous, you know, or wrongtious, I'm always wrong, I'm always wrong, I'm always wrong, or righteous, I'm always right, I'm always right. That, which is usually the, the group that also gravitates to uh, the art of positive thinking, because positive thinking most often is not understood. People think they have to think positive all day in order to be positive. That's not the case. So a, a should or to person is stuck in a polarity of six to one, six positives to one negative or six negatives to one positive, and they're stuck there and that will bring them down. And that's as high as they can lead. Remember, we can, we'll can only be able to lead um, people who are below us on the pyramid. So a should person can lead a got to person. The next one up is need to. Now this is the emotional center. So if you look at this pyramid and you think about what they talk about is chakras the gotu is the base chakra it's in the perineum the the very the very base chakra and if it, we were talking about gotu energy it's like the volcanic energy of uh, uh, of a of a volcano and the red hot metal sitting down there between your legs and if we release that energy at that level it's sexual and therefore uh fertility and a lot of uh, sexual stuff happens at a got-to level. I've got to have you and I've got to have an orgasm. I've got to be there. When you learn Tantra and you learn more intimate sexual behavior, you know that there's romance goes hand in hand with it and a whole lot of other stuff. And so what you're trying to do with that volcanic energy is bring it up all the way through the levels of this pyramid to love to, which means although uh, there may be uh, intimacy and sex, the it's done not for the purpose of banging and fucking, it's for the purpose of loving and connecting. And so there are different levels and all these levels, love to, choose to, desire to, want to, need to, should ought to, got to, all these levels are called love because a person in got to, got to have you, I love you so much that I've got to have you. And, and, and a person at a should level says, oh, we, we should get married and we should be together and we, we, we should be soulmates. And th th they, are, they are saying that that is love and they're operating at a six to one bipolar, uh, out of balance mindset. And, and they're operating way down the, the, the lower level of the primal uh, sense of self. The need to is, in, is the third chakra or the third level up. It's around the, the area of the solar plexus. Um, in ancient times, the need to uh, was called the soul, seat of the soul. And, it, and that what they meant was that people were run by their emotions. 
Now, if you can control people's emotions, you control the person. And so self-control requires emotional control. Need to is five to one. Uh, it's reptilian. It's, uh, it's in the, 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 the base of the spine, in the base, it's inside, now we're inside the actual brain itself. And we're starting to work up the different levels of the brain. And as we go up, we evolve to different levels of thinking. So these different levels are quite interesting. The cellular brain is the go-to, which is the single cell. The spinal cord is amphibian. The brain stem is reptilian. The basal ganglia is wantu, which is the level of mammalian. The limbic brain is the desire to. The cortic brain is choose to. And the corpus callosum is the love to. Now, the interesting thing about the corpus callosum is it can't have emotion. And when we talk about higher thinking, we talk about being inspired or doing a vision quest or going outside and sitting and, 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 and uh, doing prayer and receiving, there can't be an emotion because the, if the corpus callosum, which is the spot on the top, very top of your head, which closes the last in the human brain uh, of a child, this corpus callosum remains open to inspiration coming from above. So this is where grace comes in. It comes in at the top of the head into the corpus callosum. The corpus callosum cannot think in polarity. It cannot think in polarity. So the corpus callosum only knows unconditional love. Now, training yourself to go to the corpus callosum to the state of love to under any circumstances takes a while. It's the emotional shower and what you're going to learn soon is the discard process to bring anything to a state of love to and you kind of like start to build up the muscle called the corpus callosum or the cortic brain which is the choose to level. So these two levels are really high thinking. They give you access to inspiration and they can never ever be stressed. So we continue with this and we start to talk about want to. Now want to is what we call the human heart. When you say I want this and I want that, that's a very evolved state of, uh, of being. It's very empowered because you, you believe that you're not in a state of desperation, got to. You believe that you've covered off the bases of your morals and ethics and your internal compass. You believe that you're emotionally in some place satisfied and not in, a, in, in any level of emotional uh, uh, appetite, so it's, it's gratified. And so when you get to a place of want to, um, a Maslow called this human actualization, self-actualization. So want to is when you realize that you have a lot of power, a lot of choice, a lot of opportunity, and you start saying, I want this and I want that and I want to do this and I want to do that, which is a, an enormous sense of, of freedom. And, and, and when you say to someone, I want you to do that, uh, it's, it's, it's far more congenial than saying I need you or you should do that or you've got to do it. So you can see as a leader, language plays an important part, but it's not only as a leader, it's also in inside yourself because all of these levels, if you get stuck at any of them, uh, lead to a disease associated with that level. Have you ever seen a person with Parkinson's disease? They're reptilian. The, the head goes down, the eyes look up, they start to shake and they're exactly operating in that reptilian brain. So there are, there are in the body-mind understanding, these, our health is very much aligned 
to where we're thinking in the, in the human uh, consciousness structure. Uh, we're getting up to desire to, the limbic brain, human mammalian, which is around the level of a monkey. And a monkey, the, 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 the gorilla or whatever you want to call it, is up on two feet, it can think, it, it uses tools, it, it's operating with some level of compassion and it's operating. And we say, I desire you, I desire uh, this. And it's a very unused word, so maybe desire to is not the, the, the most common language around this, but it's somewhere between the power of saying I want something is still I. But the power of desire is to say, it's beyond I. It's starting to become outside of self. And this is a very important part of motorbike riding around Bondi Beach. Uh, no, it's a very important part. Sorry about the background noise. So now we move up to, um, uh, through desire to, to really, really becoming connected. So I choose you. I choose this. I choose that. Uh, it's it, 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 it's it's beyond, very often beyond logic, because logic in the got to have to is six to one. And if you meet a, I did a workshop once with um, Price Waterhouse, and I said to them, a balanced mind is a genius mind, and everything comes to balance. And they they, they, they were uh, a lot of them were uh, financial people, and they're going, that's not possible because we can't make a decision when everything's balanced. And I say, when everything's balanced, you make inspired decisions because you're not polarised, you're not into, you don't gravitate to one side or the other. And people say, I want to be spiritual, so I've got to meditate. I want to be spiritual, so I've got to not work. Or I've got, I'm going to be spiritual, I've got to go to yoga. But that's the opposite. Got to is the opposite. It's the most primal human we can be, the most... Spiritual we can be is in a state of choose to, love to, where we're doing things not by always by logic but by intuitive or by inspiration and feeling some sense of warmth in the direction of it. So uh, this is an introduction. Stress is a lopsided perception. So when a person's in a state of got to, the question you have to ask yourself, is it really out of balance? Or is it just the way they're seeing it? Now, when you look at the universe, this is what you know. All the way out, as far as you can reach, into the, what is it, the, the three trillion stars that are in the Milky Way and the 60 billion galaxies, the size of the Milky Way that the Hubble telescope has so far seen, all expanding, none of it colliding, all of it working in some sort of pattern. Any single molecule, any single molecule or atom that's out of balance would destroy the whole thing. So the question is, this got to state where there's seven to one ratio of either good against bad or bad against good, is it true or is it just the perception in the eye of the beholder? Now, I've been working with people with stress for a very, very long time and I have proven over and over and over again that if you look really hard and you think and not just think that you think, which is like um, memes and repetition 
and reaction. But if you think and really examine anything, even a car accident or a, a, a war, if you think and really think, not just think that you think, if you think, you'll find balance. So in other words, and this is what I'm trying to say here, love is everywhere. The universe is a state of, in a state of absolute perfect order. It's in a state of balance, one to one, good and bad, sport and challenge, order and chaos. And only in the eye of the witness do we have the free will to exclude either the good news or the bad news in order to have a got-to perception and therefore be stressed. Food for thought. Enjoy your walk. Bye for now.